You're, you're it this time. I did it last time. We really need to become a little bit more um, professional and a little bit more organised in who says what each week, I think. Um, yes, okay, so it's me. Hi, hello. Um, <laughs> welcome back to M and G Have Tea. I'm G. And I'm M. And we still don't have a cup of tea this week. Ah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Still don't have a cup of tea this week. We really need to get better at this. Although I was thinking maybe we can record on Sunday mm. and then I'll have a cup of tea because we can do it either mid-morning or mid-afternoon and it'll, I'll have my tea then. Okay. Or my coffee. Well, we're not on a schedule. We're just kind of recording whenever we please mm-hmm. and we uploading when we please and we're not really on a schedule. So maybe we should get a schedule maybe but it kind of leads nicely into the topic of today's podcast oh i don't know if you can hear that but that's my stomach rumbling oh i can't i can't hear it i don't know if if the audience can hear it but it just probably goes really nicely with your burps so (laughs) some sort of bodily noise this every time anyway i was going this week emily well see this is where i was going with this is that our topic is working from home and I feel like anyone who's in Victoria right now is struggling with their schedule Mm, because of working from home and also doing everything from home. Home is home and work is home and home is work and all of that stuff. All of that stuff. Not that anyone can see, but can we just appreciate that the the muscle definition with the shadows on my arms? I'd just like to remind you, G. (laughs) <laughs> that no one can see you except I, I can see you right now. So no one who is listening to this can appreciate your muscle definition. Well, they can, they can appreciate from far and just imagine <laughs> that I have pretty good muscle definition on my right arm at this point in time because we just completed a workout as per normal. Just so imagine. Yeah. Just imagine. Don't follow me on Instagram and you can see the muscle definition because I took some photos before and there will be a post soon. <laughs> Okay, just imagine. Working from home. (laughs) Working from home. And again, zero preparation. We were prepared last time and we put a a Google Doc together this time. We did not do any of that, so it's just going to be a wibbly-wobbly episode again. That's fine. I feel like that's our trademark at this point in time. I agree. If you're still listening by the end of it, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) We'll say thanks at the end if they're still there, not at the start. Well, you know, I thought I'd just preface that with, you know, it's going to be a bit rambly and thank you for listening to us anyway. (laughs) (laughs) One day we will get better. Maybe one day. One day. So, working from home, how have you found it? Okay, so to... I have been working from home a little bit longer than what you have because... Tiny bit. Yeah. I think I started working from home at least a month before you did. No way. Yeah. Like a week and a half. Nah, mate. I think it was longer than that because mum and dad went to Thailand and they had to, they they came home the day before self-quarantine was a thing after travelling and we Mm. were made to quarantine anyway. Well, what date was what date were you working from home? Actually, you probably were working from home a little bit before me, but the start of March. mm, So I was definitely working from home by the end of March, but I couldn't. I think it was like the last week in March or something that we started. Maybe like the second last week in March, the Friday, we officially started working from home. Yes, I believe you are correct. But yes, I've been working from home since the start of March Mm -hmm. because yeah, mum and dad went away before 
the rules that you had to stay at home for 14 days and self-isolate or self-quarantine. But we did it anyway because there was a pregnant lady at work. So we just did the right thing. And because I live with them, I then had to stay home. So I've been working from home since March. And at Mm. the start, I fucking loved it. It was so good. Like, I don't know. I just, I always, like when, I think, I think when I was allowed to work from home, when the offices were still open, it was a luxury and I enjoyed Mm. it because it would only be like maybe one or two days a week and you can, you can like do the washing and you can clean and you can cook your dinner when it suits you and you can kind of break the day up a lot more than sitting in an office Mm. computer screen. So I I enjoyed that to begin with. It was also summer-ish when we started working from home so it was nice weather so I could sit outside with my laptop and work outside which was nice and the first round I kind of got into a routine and I was doing my makeup and I was wearing jeans and like I was being productive and I was doing good amounts of work each day but this second round I think I've worn jeans maybe twice and I haven't worn a bra I have not worn a bra I reckon since in maybe two or three months so also haven't done any makeup and I am getting out of bed later and later it's getting harder and harder to be productive and to do work Mm. and I am finding it mentally tough now yes I think a lot of I think that you're not alone in that and I think that even the die-hard introvert in me is finding it really tough right now George just walked away and I have a feeling you did not hear what I said I didn't because I had to get my laptop stand and I was trying to be really sneaky and was just hoping that you'd kind of keep talking but whatever I was just saying that the diehard introvert in me loves working from home, but at this stage, it is grating. Yeah. And I think working from home is a luxury. I actually really enjoyed it the same as you the first time we started working from home and especially when we could still see people. So Yeah, I think that made a massive difference. Even though we couldn't like go into the office and get on the train and do that and you weren't allowed to obviously have a party or any of that stuff, which, I mean, I didn't have that many parties anyway. Um, <laughs> Last time I personally held a party, but you do you, boo. Like not being able to see G face-to-face, not being able to see my family face-to-face, like people that I actually want to see and choose to see. Mm-hmm. Even though I am an introvert, that is difficult. Yeah, I am the same. I'm an introvert and don't give a hoot about going to parties and all that kind of stuff but it's the seeing the friends part I think and I find a lot of girls at the office as well we have a group chat they're struggling as well with the working from home and productivity is a little bit down and that is one of the things that our bosses was a little bit our bosses were a little bit concerned about was that productivity may drop but I think also on the same at the same time I'm sort of getting my rhythm back at the moment I'm not working strict nine to five I'm starting around nine o'clock and I am stopping work at about four four thirty when we when we work out mm-hmm. and then after dinner if I've got time if you know if I'm not doing uni stuff then I'll go and I'll answer some more emails or you know I'll finish off a couple of things for the day and then during the day you know I'll go for a walk it's not a nine till five lunch at 12 strict routine anymore which I find very pleasing that yes kinda, yes it's quite flexible yeah that's the word I'm looking for flexible mm. hours are quite good mm. so I enjoy that and I very much enjoy that I can take my laptop outside and sit in the sun I think when we go back to <coughs> there it is there's got to be one at least when we go back to work and 
you know, our offices open up is something I will miss is being able to sit in the sun and work in the sun and sit outside in the sun because I work local and it's just in a single story building, not so much like a high rise CBD building that has like a rooftop garden or, you know, um, a grassy knoll outside Mm. underneath it to to sit on to have lunch. It's on a busy road in a very busy suburb. Mm with no grassy knolls uh, and if I really wanted to I could sit in the loading bay and have lunch but that's on concrete and there's no tables or chairs so and my office tends to be a little bit stricter in its routines lunch is for one hour no mm. more no less well you could have less if you want to and it's at a designated time mm. I which I haven't had that stricter routine or that stricter work day since I worked in retail none of the offices that I've been in have ever like stipulated my lunch times at least not to me I've been in offices where people in different divisions of the company have had designated lunch times for the purpose of keeping staff on the floor when they need them um, in warehousing that's pretty important and Ow. in things like reception but I haven't yeah I had think to do that's that. one of the reasons why we're pretty strict on when we take lunch because we my office is very small and there is about 12 people there are not many staff members mm. um, so when one person takes lunch there is generally someone has to be there to back up to answer the phones at mm. when they, like if the receptionist goes on lunch then someone has to be there to answer the phones so that's really that's the only reason why it's a strict lunch yeah. is because there's got to be back up for the phones but yeah the the flexible hours I think is something that I'm going to miss the most. Mm. I think that uh, I mean your office and your industry is very different to mine and I know that my my company in particular not my company but the company I work for have been very upfront about the fact that moving back to working into in the office will be a flexible process. I really liked the way your yeah. company has been sending out those emails and employees won't be required at least for a long time to be in the office full-time mm-hmm. maybe I mean we don't currently have a receptionist because that role was made redundant because of COVID so I imagine that when we open up the office again they'll look at hiring a full-time receptionist who will be in the office all the time mm-hmm. because that kind of makes sense but the rest of us I think will be pretty flexible going back I'm hoping Mm. because I too enjoy working from home and having that flexibility and even like I work in the city so it takes me about an hour in the morning by the time I add up my walking time and Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff to get to the office so I and then an hour home so having being able to start at eight and finish at four and I'm already at home yeah is really helpful although I have found that I work through my four o'clock a lot more regularly now um, and I find it a lot harder to switch off and not think about work. 100%. That is one of the major things that I've been struggling with. Mm. Even though I walk away from the computer and, you know, shut my work down and I walk away, I'm still crawling into bed being like, oh should I have taken an extra five minutes and just responded to that email? Oh, I didn't do that. I've got to do mm. this. I've got to do that. And I, I can't, I can't, I haven't worked out the separation thing. I'm mm. still struggling to work that out. And I have noticed that, that yeah, you, you're working very much past your, even sometimes on when our workouts for the past couple of months have been 4.30 just because I share a garage with 27 million other people <laughs> that need to work out. And my mum 
mum uses it at six o'clock and so we have worked out at 4.30. Mm. So I think that's possibly helping you. But I have noticed of recent is that even though our workout, our Zoom workout is scheduled for 4.30, that even you do a you know, you send maybe spend maybe, maybe fuck words another five to ten minutes still working even though we're on a Zoom together. Like I don't care. Yeah. But even you know. Yeah, I definitely think, and I think that part of that is like struggling to separate my home life and my work life, and then also part of that is feeling like you know, in the office you you physically walk away. Yeah. So you're physically done. So people know not to contact you and ask you things, whereas virtually. They don't see you leave, so they don't know you've gone for the day or it's not like that psychological connection. They're not as conscious about, okay, it's 4.30, Emily has always finished at 4 o'clock, so her status is away or do not disturb or whatever it is. Mm. I'm still going to shoot her message and expect a response because I'm not thinking about her working hours. I'm thinking about my, I'm working, therefore Emily is working kind of thing. Yeah. And last night, it was what, 9 30, 10 o'clock, that you were texting me in a panic about something because yeah. you just to shut off. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that happens very rarely that I work that late. Um, there are times that I do check emails and respond to emails after dinner, um, mm-hmm. but normally I try not to. Yeah. But like I even said to you, I think I said on maybe Saturday that I check my emails on a Sunday. Mm, um, yeah. so that I know what I'm walking into. It's actually a really bad habit. I really should stop doing it. But I, do, I don't know. I couldn't. <laughs> I, even the thought of it, I am pretty good in weekends being able to not check work stuff unless mm. I know that something needs to be done. I'm pretty good on a weekend. I could not imagine anything worse than sitting down on a Sunday night after dinner and checking my emails and going, well, I may as well just fucking do it all, do it all now. And I couldn't, I couldn't, I would spend all of Sunday night stressing, but I wake, I think I log into a lot more emails than what you do on a Monday morning. Like what's your average email unread number on a Monday? I probably have about, I mean, so the difference is my, the industry that I work in stops over a weekend. So the number of emails that I would have to action items on a Monday morning is maybe 10. Yeah. Whereas I imagine that yours is much more than that because (laughs) we don't work over the weekends. We work in an office industry. And so all of our clients are in offices working Monday to Friday, nine to five. And all of our subcontractors are in offices working Monday to Friday, nine to five. It's very rare that we would have a client contact us or a subcontractor contact us on a Saturday or a Sunday with something to do. So I have found that my clients are forgetting that I don't Mm. work on a Saturday and a Sunday and are getting frustrated when I don't respond on a weekend. I think because they're working from home, I'm working from home, they're possibly working on a weekend or on their emails on a weekend and they want a response on a weekend. I had one client call my boss on Saturday. I don't think I told you this story. I had a client call my boss on Saturday and complain that I hadn't responded to her 8am Saturday email. So he called me and said, she sent you an email and you haven't responded. Could you please action that? She's asked for it to be urgent. Whereas I think if we were in the office, I think she would, you know, if it was a normal, you know, situation, I think that she would possibly have done that on a Friday and not left it until eight o'clock on a Saturday morning. She may have Mm. done it on a, yeah, 
yeah so I generally on a that's why I could never I could never check my emails on a Sunday because I think I have on average yeah. I reckon I have maybe 30 to 60 on a yeah break. so you'd be there not only would you be there for a long time trying to get through them all mm. you'd also probably be thinking well I have to do this I have to do this I have to yeah. do this whereas for me it lets me get like an overview of what I kind of have to prioritize Mm -hmm. because there's maybe 10 things sometimes five sometimes 15 you know it's kind of around that number I can kind of prioritize it in my head there certainly are people who work on the weekends props to them I don't know that I I don't get paid enough (laughs) you and me both my dad since working from home is definitely struggling to switch off switch off because his clients in particular his clients definitely don't remember a nine to five life. And a lot of that is because he has been doing after hours meetings to accommodate them since working from home right? because he can. And so I think they're taking advantage of that. And he really only, his hours are probably about 8am. He'll stop at six for dinner. He'll go back to work at seven and he'll work through to about nine. Uh, And then he'll stop and he'll have like, uh, he'll watch a couple of, episodes of tv with mum or whatever and then mm. he's in bed by 10 10 30 and then he's back up at his computer by eight he's definitely his clients are definitely and i think you know not just from the i'm not saying that it's the client's faults that we're all not working you know or i'm not painting other people in a bad light i'm just saying that i think everyone is forgetting that those that they have business with are forgetting that it's not a nine to five yeah it's the expectation of the immediate response and I think that's a lot more now that we're all working from home because it's like well where else are you yeah (laughs) everyone gets their emails on their phones that is one thing that I stopped doing since working from home is I removed my work emails off my phone Hmm. but everyone you know everyone sits on the couch and you know shoots through an email and expects a response because Hmm. that's the world we live in I had I told Emily this story last week or the week before. I had one client ask for clarification on a payment and I responded to him and I said, uh, I'll get back to you next week. I'm about to take a couple of days off because my mental health is poo. <laughs> I didn't quite word it that way. I just let him know I was taking Super food. professional. Yeah. <laughs> Pardon me. I had this one client ask for clarification on a payment and he sent me the email on sort of like a Friday afternoon, I think it was, and I said, no worries, I'll get back to you in a few days. I'm taking a few days off for personal leave. Mm-hmm. And in that few days, he sent like he sent five or six follow-up emails and called my boss asking for a response. And when I finally emailed him back, my new favorite email response since working from home is, thank you for your patience. <laughs> thank you so much for your patience. Thank you so much for your <coughs> patience. <laughs> Just chill mate so then my boss called me and I was like well if you had checked my calendar I had taken a few days off and I explained to him that you know I was feeling a little bit burnt out so I had taken a few days off regardless of the fact that I can't go anywhere and can't do anything just the fact that I don't feel the pressure to check my emails unnecessarily and he was like oh we'll just get to it when you can and called this person back and said she's unwell and he went but I want a response (laughs) (laughs) okay Yeah, I think there's a definite expectation from people that because everyone is at home, that means you are looking at your work emails or looking at your work. When in reality, and I think it's quite healthy to have a life separate to your work. And most people do. You would hope. 
My mum is very good at it. She's got her routine down pat. She she has always started early. She doesn't work as long a days and as many days, but she has a routine. She is thriving in her working from home environment although the only downfall for mum is that she's got nowhere to work she's at the kitchen table so it makes it a little bit different difficult because uh, if she's in a zoom and she works for our local council so she has a lot of important zoom meetings and it's a little bit hard to make a coffee in the background while mum's in a yeah you know a counselor or whatever yeah because we just mum didn't expect to be working from home for this long so never sort of set up an area but Mm. she is very good at keeping a routine and she stays dressed like she's in jeans every day or you know work slacks or whatever and she's got a nice top on Granted, she has a lot more video meetings than what I do Mm. and she wears makeup every day and, you know, she has kept her routine very, and I don't think she's quite as mentally exhausted by working from home, but in saying that she has just taken the next 10 days off. So So maybe she is. Yeah. She's just better at hiding it. Mums tend to be. Yes, they are very good at hiding it. I usually, like not working from home, I am very much... I will start at 7.30, I will start at 7 a.m. I am finishing at 4 o'clock, bang, Mm. 4 o'clock, I'm out of there. And I'm very good at keeping that. And I think it's not so much like a lot of people view that as a negative thing, but it's it's I about, am so jealous that you are so able to stick to a routine. It's about a balance. Like, it's about this, like, I can't spend 12 hours at work a day because I have other shit that I need to get done and I have other stuff that I need to prioritise, including my mental health. Mm. And so I am banging on the dot, 4 o'clock, I'm out of there, sometimes 4.15, sometimes 4.30, but that's about the latest that I've been at work unless I have the only exception to that rule is if I have, say, a 4.30 meeting scheduled and I know that I'm going to be working late, then I will generally try and start a little later as well. But in the office, I'm fantastic at that. I'm fantastic at saying, right, it's 4 o'clock, see you later. Working from home, it's definitely oh working from home has got its own challenges we are having technical difficulties shall i just podcast by myself (laughs) i don't know what happened all of a sudden i'm just talking to myself i'm like do i just do i keep talking i think i finished my sentence i hope well we'll see when i go to edit it all and put the two because it's going to be two separate recordings my apologies i don't know what happened i i died you died. I died. Anyway, you're very good at finishing at four o'clock was the last thing that heard bef- I heard before I left the... In the office. I'm very good at finishing at four o'clock in the office. Mm-hmm. At home, not so much. Yes, it's hard. And I think that this past maybe month or so, my mental health has been slowly deteriorating and I've been finding it harder and harder to get up, take the dog for a walk, log on at eight o'clock. I don't know about you, but my sleep is also a lot worse. (laughs) I went to sleep at 12.30 last night and that is unheard of for me. I could not tell you the last time prior to last night, that I voluntarily stayed up until 12.30. Yeah, I would say that since lockdown, before lockdown, I was in bed no later than 10 and Mm -hmm. I would read or social media for like half an hour and I would be asleep before 11. 11 Mm -hmm. would be the absolute fucking latest that I would Mm. go to sleep. I am definitely not asleep before 11.30, quarter to 12 since working from home. Mm. And I think it's because home is work and work is home. And Mm. I can't differentiate the two and I can't separate it because I'm working at home and my brain just can't, it's not coping with the, the two things being in the same place. 
Mm. Mm. Which then makes Definitely. it even harder to get up in the morning because I'm going to sleep at midnight and having to wake up still at the same time as normal. Yes, it's definitely uh, challenging. I 100% feel you on that. I think I, and I keep saying this and I keep repeating it, I think I would love working from home if it was by choice. Yeah. And if we could still see other people. Yeah, and I, I second that and I agree with that. I think if it was a choice and I could choose to start at eight o'clock and finish at four o'clock and then drive and go for a walk with you or something to that effect I think would be fine because I could leave the house and play would then be elsewhere and work and sleep you know would be able to compartmentalize a little bit better I think if we were able to see friends Mm. and even just seeing work people like I don't know if you work from home say four days a week and going to the office one day a week at least you're still getting that interaction and you're remembering that that other person at the end of the email is actually a human yeah I um haven't had any I've only had Zoom meetings with my direct boss and uh, my client. Any team meetings or anything, I haven't been part of any team meetings because we are so little, we're sort of all our own individual teams with our own bosses kind of thing. But since the lockdown was then extended, I got in touch with a couple of the girls that I work with and we've got our first Zoom catch-up tomorrow at 4.30. And I haven't seen these girls in since March. So, you know, it's crazy to think that it's almost been a year that I haven't seen these girls or had a conversation face-to-face with them. Mm. I think 100% if we could work from home for a selection of the days, it would be, I would love that arrangement Mm. but because it's not an option because it's being forced on us Mm. um and because we can't do anything and go out it definitely makes it harder i think yeah yeah i'm just lucky that i live local to one of my friends so i can and restrictions have eased a little bit so that i can socially catch up outside with them so it makes it a little bit easier yesterday i finished at two and sat out in the sun on a picnic rug with her 1.5 meters apart but we sat outside of the sun and we just chatted and you know that was very nice so I'm lucky in that I'm able to start doing that stuff and feeling a little bit more of a freedom-ish kind of thing whereas it's still going to be pretty hard for you I would imagine yeah I still can't see anyone it's hard I don't really have anything to add. I can't see anyone. I can't really talk to anyone. My boyfriend, Matt, he's got a friend who lives, I think his friend lives probably about 9K away. Mm-hmm. So they met in the middle yeah. the other day and he was like, oh, if you want, you can go and meet his wife and go for a walk. And I was like, that is a lovely suggestion, but I have, I mean, and she's a lovely person. Yeah, it's just but- you would rather see your own friends and family. Well, and I've met this person twice. So as much as like it's lovely, if we could, if Matt and I could go and meet him and his wife, yeah, then I f- would feel much more comfortable doing that. But because I've met her twice and then you're suggesting that I one-on-one. go and meet her one-on-one <laughs> yeah. alone, it's like, mm, not sure about that. I think that's another thing that's affecting working from home and, you know, the work environment of being a home environment is that our partners are there, our family is there. So that, you know, on a day, day-to-day basis, I sit next to Gage. I sit next to him from the minute I wake up to the minute I go to sleep. Mm. And I think that is another thing is that, like you said, it's a social aspect. We're seeing, seeing the same person, the same people day in and day out and it's not any different and it's not seeing work people and then coming home and seeing your partner or, you know, mm. and you and Matt are the same 
I'm pretty sure you guys sit next to each other for a portion of the day unless you're downstairs or he's downstairs or whatever, but you're in the same rooms 24-7 and mm. that affects your brain being able to, you know, compartmentalise the working in the home part because everything is work and everything is home. Yeah. I think Matt and I are pretty good at, and the one thing that I will give him credit for is that because I am the way I am, I'm very much, I don't want to talk to you in my work day. And he is very good at accommodating that and he will bring me a coffee and we'll have like a five minute chat like as in we'll have a coffee break together or we'll have lunch together and we'll have a chat then but other than that he leaves me alone very jealous i know but he is also uh working full-time and he has quite a lot on at the moment so i think it actually probably benefits us both rather than you know one of us working maybe like a casual hours or not working full-time hours i think that would irritate the other one of us yeah i was saying to em earlier that i love gage with all of my heart plus more and he is my best friend and there is no ill intentions um, but I would just like five minutes peace. Just five. Uh, there, he, if he can't find me, if I'm not at my desk up here or I'm not in the bedroom, he will call me, like he will call out my name or when he does find me, he will go, oh, thank God I found you. I had lost you. Or And he tells me whenever he's doing something, whether it's I'm going to get a coffee now or I'm going to have a shower now, or I'm going downstairs, like I'm going for a run now. He will tell me everything that he's doing and I love him, but he knows that it pisses me off now. Uh, yeah, we don't have the same. I mean, we have, Matt, Matt will tell me that he's going to have a shower, but he doesn't tell me everything. And mainly when he's telling me things, he's telling me because he wants me to look after the dog. Yeah. Which is nice. But we don't talk to each other so much throughout our workday that yesterday, and I don't think I've told you this, we have a relationship with our local coffee place. Right. Where we order not via Uber Eats. Right. So we order directly through them. As in you tech, like you have their personal numbers? No. You, you have the personal <laughs> number of your local cafe owner and text them and be like, Hey, Bish, what's up? Ready for my regular coffee order? Be there in 10. That's exactly what happens. No. So what happens is we put it through a Facebook order. I don't know if you've ever used Facebook ordering. I hadn't prior no. to this, but they asked us to use it. So because Uber take a cut of the profit. So right. they asked us to use Facebook because Uber don't take any money off there because obviously and it's free delivery via facebook whereas right. uber charge you for delivery so we were like well it benefits us and it benefits you so we may as well whatever so we order through facebook but danny who owns the lovely cafe would recommend this cafe he has both of our card numbers on file <laughs> so that when we order our coffees he just charges it to our card whoever oh we God. suggest okay so now that you know the backstory, yesterday I put through an order of my coffees and I get this call about 10 minutes later and I'm like, mm, what's going on? This guy, and I didn't answer it because I don't answer numbers I don't know. And then he texts me and he goes, hi, it's um, Josh from the cafe. Matt's already put it through an order and it's about to be at yours. Is this a separate order? Do you want this as well? And I was no. like, oh. <laughs> that your 
local cafe owner knows that you and Matt are together and a couple and oh my goodness. I mean, I love that they check with us because otherwise like Matt would have got his coffee order here and then I like 10 minutes later we would have got another one. Double coffee, nothing wrong with that. So that's how much we don't talk to each other throughout the day. That's so funny. (laughs) We all, people get very offended in this house if you don't ask them if they want something. Like last night I was wanting some late night snacks and if I don't ask every single 27 million people in the house 27 million people get very angry at me that i don't offer an uber eats or a delivery or whatever so well i don't offer i just like we order for each other yeah but if we would so if i was just to order for gage and i yeah it would not go down very well yes but matt and i just live together so (laughs) we're different very cute that you know your local cafe owner well see this is what we were sad about when we were like oh maybe we'll have to move and we won't have to we won't have our local cafe but we didn't move that far away in the end so we didn't have that issue anyway I don't really have anything else for working from home, do you? No, and that works quite well because now I have to go cook dinner. <laughs> mm, I agree. That too. My cat is looking at me. Like, from- mum, where's my dinner? Yeah, mm. she is. She's got a very angry scowl on her face. She's already um, just pulled a thread in my brand new leggings. Oh, yes. Maisie did that just before to me. Thanks. Oh, I'm very mad at her. These were very expensive. Yes, anyway. Um, <laughs> thanks. Thanks for listening. If you're still here. Yeah, if you're still here, this was a rambly podcast. This did not probably make any coherent sense. No, considering we ended the conversation on Uber Eats, Eats, uh, I left the conversation at one point. (laughs) So (laughs) good luck to me, future me editing. Good luck to future me. Yes, good luck to future Georgia. I hope you're enjoying listening to this, future Georgia, um, and editing it, and I'm glad it's not me. Cool bananas. Okay. Um, See you next time. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Bye.